Howdy again, Bears fans. Hope you enjoyed the nice little break in the season. The bye week came at a very opportune time for the Bears, and I'm sure for Bears fans, just wanting a break to not have to watch the stressfulness of the Bears for one week, and on top of it, too, get a little Thanksgiving action as uh, we had a beautiful holiday, even though it was a COVID holiday. Uh, not necessarily great football and some definite drama between the Steelers and the Ravens with their COVID uh, situation. But regardless of all that, we're back to business as we here on We Are Regal Radio get you ready for the Bears-Packers game this Sunday at 7.20 on NBC, the primetime Sunday night football slot. So with that, let's get our four keys or goals that uh, the Bears need to accomplish in order to get themselves a victory on Sunday. Uh, Goal number one. We're going to start off with what has been really the talk of the town in Chicago, and that is who is going to be under center for this game with the Bears. And if anybody had forgotten through the long layoff, last we saw Nick Foles. He was being carted off the field with a uh, terrible injury against the Vikings, but I guess he avoided more of a catastrophic injury and is just injured right now. Um, Could potentially play Sunday, but... Really, the the story right now is Mitch Trubisky is likely going to be the starter on Sunday, and I don't know if he's going to get many more opportunities after this game. Uh, they might go right back to Nick Foles as soon as he's healthy. Maybe if Mitch goes out there, and you know, obviously if he kills it, I would think it's going to be pretty hard to not go with him at least for the time being because Nick Foles has been so bad. And I think that's really the ultimate key or goal in this is, you know, if Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles, whoever the starter is, you got to get more positive play out of the quarterback position, period. I get Nick Foles is not mobile and he's been definitely harassed and has not gotten the type of protection or run game that any quarterback would feed off of. But that also doesn't mean that he's done his job when he's been given the opportunity. He's missed a lot of throws, which has been a constant Uh, detractor from Mitch Trubisky is how inaccurate he is. Nick Foles was supposed to be the more accurate guy. He definitely wasn't. And if we remember all the way back to training camp, to the abbreviated training camp with the COVID offseason, in the quarterback battles, it kept it was being reported over and over that both of these guys looked basically the same. There wasn't a guy really stepping uh, up and taking the job. It was more so You know, Mitch has his days, Nick has his days, but if you put the jersey swap for both of these guys, you wouldn't really know the difference other than their physical stature. I mean, they just, they had not separated themselves, but on top of it too, we've seen it in these games. I mean, Nick Foles, he does things better than Mitch. Mitch does things better than Nick, but both of them have equaled really a net negative overall as a quarterback. Now, I guess if you want to say with Mitch, You know, maybe with that mobility, because clearly offensive line is a huge, huge problem for the Bears, and it's not going to just be fixed. Uh, You know, maybe a guy like Sam Mustafer coming back, if you put him at center, you put Cody Whitehair at left guard, you got Jermaine Effendi at right guard, you still have problems at the tackle position, you know, it's probably going to be Rashad Coward and Charles Leno Jr., maybe Charles Leno isn't able to go, he was, uh, did not participate in practice, earlier this week so he is on the injury report with a toe it's going to be interesting to see what this bye week the bears were able to figure out somewhat at all offensively 
and they have to hope that whether it's Mitch learning on the bench, whether you know it, it's just your livelihood is on the line, Mitch. We need you to play, and you got to play well. You need something out of that quarterback position, and the idea that uh, Nick Foles is going to play is probably unlikely with his injury. You know what you're kind of getting with Mitch, but he's also injured, and then you've got behind him Tyler Bray or Kyle Slaughter. Uh, that's that's not a great place to be in if you're the Bears in this struggling offense. So it definitely, if Mitch is the guy and that's what it looks like, big goal here is Mitch has to give you a contribution at the quarterback position, and it can't just be you know, missing a bunch of throws with a little bit of running and then late in the fourth quarter when we're down, now it's me airing it out and opening things up. No, like you need a four-quarter game out of your quarterback and he's got to give you a shot to at least keep the game close going into the fourth quarter and then give this defense some of that uh, ability to maybe pass rush or just get the ball back to the offense and give them a chance to steal one because... Certainly, they are not going to be the favorites, and it's going to be really, really tough, and we'll get to more of that later on. But let's stick with the offense and move on to our next goal, and that is kind of what I was just concluding in our previous uh, key, in our previous goal, and that is the fact that the offense, now with two weeks off, you have a new play caller and Bill Lazor. You know, this was an opportunity for the Bears to get right a little bit and I I don't mean like 180 offense that all of a sudden they're going to be killing it they're going to be one of the best offenses the last four weeks of the season that's just not going to happen but you've got to be able to do something I mean there are a lot of winnable games on this schedule and people have pointed that out look at the Lions you've got another game with the Vikings and that was a very close Monday night affair the Texans haven't been great this year, though they're playing a lot better. You also have the struggling Jaguars, and then the other two games are the Packers. If you can find a way to maybe split, and look, whether anybody believes it or not, the Bears are going to have a chance to split with the Packers because that last game of the year, that could be a nothing game for the Packers. They might not have anything on the line to play, and they could very easily rest all their starters for the playoffs the following week, and that could be one of those games where the Bears, if they win, they're in. So don't be surprised if they get a split with the Packers, but that's probably the more likely course unless you see this team play a full 60 minutes because you know the defense should keep them in this game. Uh, Maybe, you know, this is Aaron Rodgers and a prolific offense, and we'll get more to that later on, but assuming they can just keep this game close, the Bears' defense, like they've done pretty much all year long, You know, you need some kind of boost out of your offense where they give you something, and that's going to be not only against the Packers, but that's moving forward. I mean, you have a lot of winnable games on the schedule left in order to get into the postseason, but if you don't take advantage of these opportunities by, you know, putting together at least some kind of competency on offense, and I get it, it's hard to do that mid-season, and certainly I hope that was the focus over the bye week. But definitely the goal for this week, besides the quarterback giving you a boost, you need an offensive boost, whether it's you know just solid offensive line play, whether it's getting someone of a running game, whether it's some of these receivers, whether it's wide receiver, tight end, whatever, they break a tackle and make a big play or go up and get it type catch. I mean, 
there has to be more threats coming from this Bears offense on opposing defenses. And certainly, all eyes are going to be on the Bears and what they figured out through these uh, this bye week and see if they can do anything against one of the top teams in the NFC. Moving along to our third goal, and this is going to be focusing on the defense and some good news right off the bat. It looks like Eddie Jackson is set to play this Sunday. Huge, because you could not be without him. Uh, definitely the leader of that secondary and one of the best players that you have. You've got to be able to get that guy on the field. and. and Unfortunately, he wasn't able to, t uh, to practice with the entire team, but he will be there Sunday. Some potentially scary news, though, because uh, right now, Akeem Hicks, mm, I don't know how he's looking. He had a hamstring issue at the end of the Vikings game, so I'm sure that that bye week was great for him, but we kind of know with hamstrings that that can take months. It might not ever be right again this year. So how much can he go on it? Is he able to be effective? Can he even play? Because right now he has not practiced all week, and losing him would be obviously a significant blow to this defense. Because not only do the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, and you want to get pressure on him, and you want to press upwards so that you force him outside, and certainly you don't want him to break the pocket because he's very dangerous, but you want him to not step up in the throws and to be moving backwards and hopefully guys like uh, Cleo Mack and Robert Quinn can finish him off. If you don't get that pressure up the middle, you know, a lot of times what these quarterbacks are trying to do is let those edge rushers pass by and I'm just going to keep stepping up and climbing up in the, in the pocket and then there's really no chance for them to get a sack. At best, it would be some kind of strip fumble and we know Aaron Rodgers is very good at taking care of the football. But the other issue of not having Akeem Hicks is the running game of the Packers. Currently right now, the Packers are 14th in the league, averaging 115 rush yards a game. The Bears give up on the ground 115, so probably 115 yards is there for the Packers to gain. And, and that's, that's a little scary because then that means play action and some of these great prolific plays from Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure this Bears defense is going to have to step up a little bit and stop some of this rushing attack of the Packers. Because again, if you get that play action going, if this ground game gets going, there is also the negative side where time of possession, if that favors the Packers, and I'm sure that they're talking about that, like let's keep this defense on the, the Bears defense on the field and wear them out. And if they can hold on to the to the football I mean the Bears offense is just not explosive enough that they can just get points and for the Packers there's a lot of avenues for them to win this game and certainly if they get Aaron Jones going that's going to help Aaron Rodgers get going and if the Aarons are rolling I just don't know how much the Bears defense can do to keep the Bears in the game uh, you look at the Packers last loss and that was to the Indianapolis Colts you know, a, a really tough game for them. They lost in overtime, but they scored 34 points on one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, I'm sorry, 31 points on one of the best defenses in the league. If they get up into the high 20s, I mean, can the Bears offense even keep them in the game? Can they even score that much to even win? The odds of that are extremely unlikely. And another problem, too, you got to try to create some turnovers if you're the Bears, and that 
isn't necessarily easy because Aaron Rodgers doesn't really throw the football away and of course you can get a fumble here and there but those aren't necessarily easy to create either you really would like to see a few interceptions if possible from this Bears defense but boy asking Aaron Rodgers to throw the football around and throw it away is very very unlikely now if that pass rush I will say this if the Bears pass rush gets going and maybe can force some really long third downs or get off the field on third downs maybe get a strip sack or something where they can get the ball back really quick and get an extra possession for their offense they can definitely do some things but it's hard to have a really dominant pass rush if you don't have the lead and if you're giving up yards on the ground so those are two areas that the Bears certainly need to be good in but uh, we don't know if if the points are coming with this Bears offense and this Bears defense they got to do so so much to keep them in the game it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see because they need a Herculean effort to keep this game low scoring and keep it close so that this Bears offense can find a way to steal the game at the end our last goal is uh, a little bit more of a overarching type goal because I mentioned it earlier all the winnable games on this Bears uh, schedule you know this is a really interesting time to see what is going on with the Bears they're really stuck in a very awkward position there's not a lot of cap flexibility moving into next year they're pretty much money strapped and as we see this offense basically has to be rebuilt so that's going to be tough if you don't have dollars you also don't have a full draft capital uh, certainly Ryan Pace can pick up more picks if he trades down but his MO is usually to trade up and if he falls in love with a guy let's say a quarterback uh, you know in the first round maybe he trades up again because remember he traded up for Mitch maybe he trades up again to go get his guy uh, that's gonna be something to see in the future but we know this defense is primed and ready to win right now if you can get an offense on the other side that really compliments them or at least score some points you know the Bears uh, maybe not Super Bowl contender but certainly they'd be looked at as one of the top teams in the NFC right now and their record would be much better than that five and five and that's kind of the weird awkward spot that they're in you're five and five right now with a bunch of winnable games on your schedule but it's certainly possible they lose out I, I mean you can't just have nothing offensively all year long now I will say losing to the Jaguars really tough to do but not the Lions the Bears should have already lost to the Lions this year they've already lost to the Vikings you know two games against the Packers I said that that split could happen with week 17 with the Packers maybe resting some guys but they might have the number one seed still available to them and if that's the case they're definitely gonna be going for that and they're definitely gonna try to clobber the Bears that last game of the year and if the Bears let's say lose a few more games and now suddenly 500 is their best case scenario I don't know if this team is just getting up for that Packers game at week 17 and I mentioned before that Houston team they're starting to put it together a little bit it's not a great team but that's certainly a squad that can beat the Bears with Deshaun Watson's ability to put up points and that defense is playing better and better it seems like so where do the Bears go how do the chips kind of fall and on top of everything that I just said 
you know, Bears Nation is up in arms. They would love to see a change at the top where Ryan Pace is. And maybe not even necessarily Matt Nagy as head coach, but I think a lot of people would be fine with Matt Nagy moving on as well. I mentioned the cap, I mentioned the picks, and you have a pretty barren offense, it feels like. Yeah, you got Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, but what else do you got? You know, what is David Montgomery? Where is Cole Komet? Offensive line is terrible. Will Allen Robinson even be here next year uh, with that contract dispute and everything going on? So if the Bears go out against Green Bay and let's say get embarrassed and national TV blowout, you know, those are the type of things that the McCaskies really hate. They hate losing to the Packers and getting embarrassed by them. This season can really start getting even uglier, if you can believe it, with a really bad loss this Sunday against the Packers. Now, you go out there and win, you steal a game, you got, like I said, plenty of winnable games. I mean, there's still a chance you could sneak into the playoffs. And if you were to get into the playoffs, at least then you could say, okay, we got to the playoffs with really nothing on offense again. And we still have a good defense that's still in its prime, that's still going to be around. Maybe a couple guys here or there aren't going to be. Uh, they might have to make some tough decision with contracts to open up some space. But this team is really on the precipice. They're on like the, the edge of the knife. And it can, it can be really ugly and bad. It could be maybe a little positive and optimistic, dare I say. Um, it's, I don't know, at this point with this Paris team because... They really need to show something. Let's just put it at that. And you have got to come out against your rival with really, you know, this team has to understand their season is kind of on the line. You fall to five and six. You know, you got a Minnesota team that can still leapfrog you in the division, even though they took a hit with their loss to the Cowboys. But at five and six, after a five and one start, you lose five straight games. I mean, that tells you something's really wrong. So final goal for the Bears, you know, they got to show life. They got to show pulse. They got to come out there. I mean, even with a loss, if you lose, let's say, 28-24 and the offense, you know, looks a little better. I don't want to go crazy again because this offense is not going to look good. But let's say just a, a tight bit better. They, they score some points. The defense does its thing. That's not necessarily a discouraging loss. Uh, you know, that might be a little encouraging, if anything, moving forward. But obviously a blowout would be the worst case scenario. And a win just doesn't really feel much, very likely, even though it can happen. Um, some crazy stuff would probably have to happen for the Bears to win this Sunday, to be honest. But definitely, if they do these goals of getting something on offense, quarterback play solid... The defense finds a way to shut down the run game and they get a pass rush going. Yeah, the, the Bears are going to definitely have a shot to win this game. It's just a lot of ifs there. So go out there, take care of business, find some life, save your season, turn it around, go out there and have a good performance. That's what the Bears need to do uh, this Sunday so that at least sets them up for a chance to be better moving forward. But another loss, you know, locker room fra fractures or frays a little bit more. Hey, this season can turn into a train wreck. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but at the same time, too, for any Bears fans that are hoping change is going to happen, you probably need a train wreck. <laughs>